and Ed. Hello, I'm Sean. And I'm Chris. And welcome to the Lack of Focus podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Lack of Focus. I'll be the host this time in what is probably going to be a shorter show. And I know that that might seem like a bit of a meme and something we say a lot, but uh, Sean's having internet problems tonight, so we've um, we've pushed our proper recording back. But I have a really busy week scheduled for next week, so we're actually going to only record like four days after this episode should have come out. So it's just myself and Ed, and we're just going to have a chat about our uh, weeks, fortnights in gaming, and then uh, kind of wrap it up from there. But how are you, Ed? You cursed us by saying that this was going to be a short one. That means it's a three-hour episode. You know that, right? <laughs> like, as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, well, here we go. Buckle in, it's a full show. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean... We could just record my commentary of playing uh, Shogun 2, because I'm still going to play while we're talking now. Uh, um, now, if I'd have known that, I would have set up remote play, and I could be playing Dead Space uh, Remake right now, we could both be playing games at the same time. <laughs> that would make a phenomenal conversation, or one of the most boring, one or the other. Uh, you know, you roll a dice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... At least we get to catch up, you know, have some Chris and Ed time. It'll be fine. Well, well we're just kind of—it's just kind of a preview of what March is going to be like when we're at Adepticon. I'm going to be I damn it, you maybe that's what we should do. That could be the entire show—is us deciding what the hell we want to do at Adepticon. Because I, I did sign up for like one event just to kind of make sure that I like. Because you have to sign up for a minimum of one, and uh, yeah. if, if nothing else, that's the one thing I will. I don't know if it's even a fair criticism to be honest. Like the, trying to sign up for those events on mobile is a nightmare. Like it, that is a hundred percent. You have to be on a desktop signing up for all of the crap that they do. Um, so I, I got to the point where I was frustrated. I remember just signing up for one. So at some point in time this week, I'm going to make it a, this weekend. I'm going to sit down and decide what Gabe and I are going to. I know Chris, you're still kind of struggling with what the stuff you want to do. Um, because no, it's, not, it's not even want to for me it's like what i'm committed to and um all of the stuff you know sure. well so, how long's, how long is the x-wing championship like i mean is that so basically it's like three days because there's um and I, I don't know that i'll actually be doing the the main championship as it were i think i might end up running uh, all the side so. event stuff that's going to be kind of an interesting privilege too. I'll be sitting there for that last one. I even said that the game, like, I mean, admittedly, like, again, X-Wing is not necessarily the primary focus in my my gaming at this juncture, but it will be kind of nice to see a grand champion crowned again. I don't know how many can, outside of like FFG or slash AMG employees can actually say that they've been there more than once to watch a champion, a champion crowned. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it should be. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know exactly what I'm going to get to do and um like how much time i'll have so i've got a i've got a call scheduled um uh, with some adepticon people on sunday to nail down a couple of things so hopefully i'll have a better idea after that so that'll be but you know i'm whatever i've i've never been i've driven through chicago once when i did my um my cross-country drive to toronto and back um Ironically, I think that's the last time I saw Sean actually. Um, so quite a while ago now, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. For me, all right, so this 
my I had put Adepticon on my bucket list years ago, way back in the day when I first started listening to 40k radio and Spencer and Phil. I mean, that tells you how long ago, how long Adepticon has been running. That was their big trip every year, was going to Adepticon back then. And I remember saying to myself, even back then, like, darn it, I want to go and see what this is all about. Now, obviously, I went to Nova first, and Nova was a fantastic event. So I have a really high bar for what I'm yeah. expecting out of this event. Um, and it is going to be, I'm not going to lie, it, it's going to be kind of nice to not be tied down to a particular you're going to be trapped in this convention hall for three days straight. You're not going to see the outside world. You're going to get some sleep. You're going to eat and you're going to go to bed because you got to do the same thing. There is going to be some of that kind of pressure release off of that to just be able to roam through and just look at whatever I want to look at, watch whatever games. There's going to be demos and stuff, I'm sure, all throughout that. It'll be great. I'm really, really looking forward to this trip. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I, I'm I'm pretty hyped. One, one, just to be able to travel again. Two yeah. for it yeah. to be Adepticon, and then yeah. like everything else, catching up with a bunch of people and all of that. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I suppose I should pull us into like the what we've been doing at least. Um, so I scheduled sixteen Instagram and like Facebook posts this week because I hadn't done any social media through january so i whilst if you do follow all of the dice eight stuff uh, on Just all the socials people. it looks like i've been really busy that's it, actually like five I, weeks worth you had me fooled because i thought to myself like wow chris is really banging on the social media this week <laughs> so you yeah you fooled well you know that's the main thing as long as i i can have the appearance of being uh, good at my job you know that's all that really matters um, but yeah, it's been um, pretty amusing for me. But yeah, what have you been up to in the last two weeks, Ed? So the last two weeks, I haven't been super eventful. I feel like I repeat the same thing over and over again. However, I do have a valid reason for it. Um, a, a little bit of a personal thing for me. Um, my son started working with me at my job. He's interning there. Um, he graduated high school early. He is going to be... 18 officially probably two days after two or three days after i don't want to necessarily the day this is going to release um after <laughs> um this goes out so he graduated high school early um and wanted to do an intro wanted to do an internship really wanted to get into like video editing and that's kind of where his hopes and dreams are with his career what, what things he would like to do for a living and we yeah. just so happen to have a public relations and community outreach team where I work and they do a lot of video editing and social media and all of that stuff. And I talked to the leader of that, or that group and said, Hey, I've got a, a young whippersnapper who is anxious to come in and show you what he can do. And they said, sure, we'll bring him on. So as it stands right now, he's going to be working two days a week at my job. He's going to be coming in. You know, I'm going to drive in together. We're going to go home together. So we, we did that this week. So I'm not going to lie. There is a big, big part of me that was really kind of proud this, First of all, it's really also kind of surreal whenever I see his name come up in emails at work because there's always that kind of division of like work and family family life kind of thing. And now yeah. it's kind of ended a little. But he had a great time. He had a fantastic uh, he had a fantastic uh, two days. They did put him in orientation for two days, so he doesn't really get to do much of anything. That'll happen next week. But it just so happened that the days that they had him come in were also the store gaming days. So yeah, well. One more week, one more week, and we will get back to things because there are there are oodles and oodles of 40k 10th edition rumors floating around out there. So I'm 
kind of anxious to get a couple of rounds in before the final hurrah of ninth edition happens. Um, yeah. In addition to that, uh, also for his 18th birthday, he's got a brand new, if you were able to see video, I don't think we're recording video, over my right shoulder, uh, the configurations of how I'm sitting at the desk have, have changed because we had to move things around down here um, so that his new gaming PC can sit back there. So I thought that this thing over here was awfully nice, but he's got a brand new 4080 in there. He's got like 64 gigs of RAM, not that he needed it, but that's what he wanted. Um, he's got a, you know, 12 thread or 12 core 24 thread processor, four terabytes of hard drive space. And I installed my first AO, um, AIO to, uh, today, which uh, I was actually kind of a little nervous going into doing, to be perfectly honest with you. I have been in yeah. air cool um, TPU forever. Um, I was also fairly convinced all the instructions, because I, I don't know how everyone else does this. I don't know how everyone else approaches things. I, I'm a very visual learner. In anything, anything in the world you want to see, you can learn on YouTube fairly easily. So I watched, I don't know, 10 or 12 of the exact same install of the um, Kraken Z58 the, that he's got in, in that computer right now um, um, from NZXT on how yeah. to install it. And every single one of them missed one key feature that I really, really wish they had covered, which is the standoffs um, between the difference between AMD4 socket and an AMD 5 socket because what they do is they give you one AMD bag that has huh, I said D bag alright that wasn't yeah. intentional <laughs> they give you one bag of AMD parts which includes a new little front cover because I guess everyone's basis is to start off with an Intel processor but they do give you a different mounting bracket if you're going to be using it for AMD and there are standoffs you have to put on the motherboard that you then clamp the uh, all-in-one on top of that. And the standoffs go, if it's an AMD 5, it goes this way. If it's an AMD 4, it goes this way. But the instructions aren't that clear. And the pictures they show aren't that clear. And every single picture they show and everything printed is AMD 5, AMD, AMD 5. And I didn't realize that until after we had installed it. Mm. So, of course, before we have fired up, once I make, because I've already got it all together by the time I make this re res, uh, realization, and I'm like, all right, shit, what happens now? So one of two things is going to happen. Either A, the standoffs for the AMD 5 are shorter intended for than the AMD 4, and it'll be fine. Because once you tighten it down, that just means that you're expecting the, the CPU to be a little bit, you know, taller than, or shorter than it is, and you're still going to clamp down and everything's going to be fine. Or B, they're expecting it to be higher and there's going to be literally a gap between the AIO and heat spreader on the processor and then the CPU temperature is going to spike way high. Well, for those mm. who are interested and those who want to know, apparently it's the, fir the first one that I put out because his CPU temps are fine. Um, he's been running yeah. it for a couple of hours. So apparently you can absolutely invert it if you have an AMD 4 socket and you put it in the AMD5 configuration, it will still work just fine. So yeah, so that's that's been my quote-unquote uh, hobby stuff recently. The other thing, of course, for those of you who haven't seen, um, the Dead Space remake came out. This is one of those... I'm usually the dad gamer. I usually... I don't like the idea of paying full retail prices for video games because ultimately, in the end, what happens? It's like buying a used car. Uh, or it's like buying a car. If you buy a brand new car and you pay $35,000 for it off the lot, the second it drives off the lot, it's already lost 10% of its value. The instant that that happens. And over time, it just keeps depreciating, depreciating, depreciating. 
for most people, unless you're buying like the super Itali Italian supercars or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, video games are the exact same way. You go into your Best Buy or wherever you buy your video games and you buy it brand, you know, brand shiny new in the cellophane and it's a $70 game. The second you crack it open, it's a $50 game. And eight weeks from now, a month from now, six months from now, it's going to be a $25 video game. But damn it, I really was a gigantic fan of Dead Space and I really, really wanted to play this and I will give, um, oddly enough, I will give Activision and Motivate Studios um, a ton of credit. This is a fantastic remake. This is how you remake a game. Um, you still maintain the spirit and a vast majority of the story and the mechanics of how the game worked from the original. You absolutely upscale the graphics and make things cool. You do add a couple of things like, hey, there's a wonky mechanic here that, you know, back in 2008 when the game was made, this was how they did it. Maybe there's a better way to do it. Um, but overall, it's the same game, but it's better. And it's different, and there's enough there's a, there's enough of a sprinkling of new additions to it to make it worth it for a person who knows the old game to play it. But there's not yeah. enough different for someone who was a fan of the old game to be offended or be or it's like, <laughs> oh, this isn't the game that I remember. Like, like there's it, it is a perfect way to remake a game. Good. I'm also told that they did a really good job with the remake of Resident Evil Two. So now that's probably going to be the next one on my list. This, it took this game to kind of kick me off of my Mass Effect trend. Although I am not going to lie, whenever I get I just, I just made you a Discord channel. I was going to mention that. Yeah. I was going to say there is absolutely a Mass Effect, and I'm going to go back to Mass Effect. Like honestly, God, I've got to finish that Insanity playthrough, but it's it's really hard, and it's it gets frustrating too. So you might say, is it is it insanely hard? Ed? insanely hard yeah and i i don't know why i'm going for the platinum the full platinum and the on that game so in order to do it i have to beat it on insanity so i i will get and i've like it's my third playthrough so that one's kind of a more of a labor of love kind of thing as opposed to anything else um but yeah once i'm done with that i will probably go back to mass if i can kind of finish that um i don't have any other games coming up that i can think of that are that are new that are coming up that i'm really looking forward to or really excited for so I have a little bit of a backlog, to say the least, of stuff that I should probably be picking up after that. But yeah, that's been it. I haven't finished Dead Space yet, but it's really, really good. Yeah. Good. How about you? What have you been doing lately? Like I said, as usual, you tend to carry this section of the show. Um, Not as much as you'd think. I got to paint my pain boss um, for my Orc Army. So that was something I actually did this um, this week. Um, I got to play some Arkham Horror, uh, the LCG. It's been a while since we've actually played that game. Um, and I play, I've had a couple of games actually of, um, what do you call it? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Onslaught. Yeah. How's that going? Um, really good fun. Actually, I've drawn, I drew my first two games and then, you know, I got more experience down than the third game I just lost. So, um, you know, the, the way you'd expect that to ramp up, I got worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, it was, it was good fun. Uh, I, I've been, this, the one thing I've been telling everyone that I really love about it is just how little effort it is. Like, I, all the miniatures are painted, there's no list building. It's like, I've got the starter box and the two expansion boxes. So I pick Harpers, Zentrum, um, Many Arrows, or Red Wizards. You just pick one of those four factions at the minute. 
and then you just pick five models from it. Pick any five, it doesn't matter. And then you play. There's no like adding up points, there's no upgrades, it's just I wanna use these this is what I want my adventuring party composition to be. Let's go. Is it all set in the Forgotten Realms? Obviously with the Red Wizards, yeah. I assume Forgotten Realms. At the moment everything has been Forgotten Realms, yeah. Um but I've it's played line campaign setting for for D, so Yeah. I've played as the Zentrim and the Many Arrows so far. I've not tried the Harpers since um, the preview kit, which was only two models. Um, I've played against the Red Red Wizards twice, and they seem pretty interesting. A bunch of their um, characters can like summon skeletons or um, like Ooh. shadow hounds and stuff like that, which uh, gives them a lot more um, area control. Is which that was what actually cost me the, uh, the last game. Um, I couldn't get past this stinking dog that only had one hit point left, but I couldn't get there to kill it and move the prisoner as well. It was um, frustrating. I was one square st- short, because like, you do the counting square kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, then, have I actually played? I've not played 40k since um, January 15th. Oh, wow. Been nearly a month so i'm hoping to get a game well i've got a game plan for saturday um if i can i'll probably run the squigasaur again in that one uh, because i'll be playing probably against the um the leagues of votan so i'll need all of the strength i can get so yeah you need all the help you can get against that one maybe it'll be different whenever edition comes out like i said the rumors i there are there aren't enough out there to really sink your teeth into quite yet so i'm kind of curious to see as it, if they follow suit with everything that they've ever done in recent releases of a new edition we'll probably see a white dwarf article in may that officially announces it and then june it will be out the one rumor that i am very intrigued by um and very excited for if this is the case is that they are moving to an um a living rule set um for the core rules so a core rule book is not necessarily officially required um it will afford them the ability to make edits and changes to that rule book over time so you'll just have different versions of the rule book i like that i like that a lot i don't know if that gets us out of the you have to buy a new codex every time because that is kind of some of their bread and butter. Like, I'm not sure. It's like one of those things, like how many, um, it's not like Dungeons and Dragons. It's not like the player's handbook by far is probably the most common book sold um, for those people that are playing in Dungeons and Dragons, where it's probably the opposite. Like you have, I have one rule book. Well, I actually have two because I bought the Indominus box set, but I have multiple codices. So I would take a wild guess and say that the codex system is probably not going anywhere. Because uh, there is some money yeah, to be made. You would thought so. And, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that's where they make their money by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, but... No, no, no. It's kind of where I'm getting at. Like, it's almost as if it would be just better for them to just switch it over to a digital model only for those. Even if you're charging for those and then providing... Uh, I think that would do more harm than good. I think you're underestimating how many people actually like just owning stuff for the fluff and i remember why they changed back from the little cheap pamphlet ones yeah i remember those that was for the fourth edition ones i think i still have now that i'm on the other side i can actually reach up and grab the old i think there's 32 pages in this the tyranny codex grand total 
and most of it is fluff. I'm sorry, 42 pages Games Workshop. I didn't give you enough credit, but like the rules, they're so minimalistic. I've yeah. got one, two, three, four. That's even all story, so that doesn't even count. So it's four pages of rules there, and then it's just individual units, and then it's all just art. Yeah, that's the, these minimalistic uh, codices. Oh, what is this cost per thing? Hang on. This is awful that I'm getting old, by the way. $30. $30. Yeah, have I mentioned that before that I like my optometrist keeps telling me that I need bifocals and I'm like refusing to do it because I'm a stubborn asshole and I don't want to accept that I'm getting old? <laughs> well, I am 40 on Monday. <gasps> the big 4-0. Welcome to the club. Oh, I just, I just, I don't really. I don't really care or feel any different, so it's quite a strange one. I don't know. <laughs> I think I've been in that. I've been in that section in my life for a fairly long time. Like at no point in time, I don't feel like I'm. I feel like I look like I'm getting older. Like the gray hair doesn't help. That doesn't make me feel any better. But like <laughs> overall, like at 44, I'm going to be 45 this year. I don't feel like I have any like major physical ailments or like I'm not on medication. I'm not on blood pressure meds or heart medications or anything like that. Like I, I feel fairly good. I do get the old guy. Hey, I, I didn't, this just happened to me this week too. This legitimately happened. I do get the old guy like, Hey, I went to bed feeling great. And I woke up and I'm like, Oh, wow. I've got this weird muscle pull in my back. <laughs> How, like, like I, I don't know what comedian I can credit it to, but this is a hundred percent true. Like whenever you're young, you're like, "Oh, I hurt my back. I was lifting like a fridge, and I was helping a buddy move, and we moved like a you know a couch up seventeen flights of stairs." Like that was an injury, not I went to sleep and I woke up and somehow I managed to pull off the same injury. I have no idea. Yeah. So oh, that well. shit for sure. But beyond that, I don't I don't feel old. I just know I look it. It's not cool. It's not fair. <laughs> Oh, I feel you. I feel you. And then but you yeah, have kids that are adults. Like, like how how did the hell did that happen? Uh, I've got a long way to go for that, I feel. You think that. You think that. I uh, remember when I was going to 40k tournaments at 8 and whooping up on adults. And, yeah, it's, I, I'm not going to get teary-eyed. I'm not going to, especially if he's an earshot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's been a very interesting um, bit of time. Um, but yeah, I've I've not really got, I've played X Wing. Obviously, I suppose that that's an important one given our history. Um, say, obviously, you're like, oh, I didn't really do much or anything, but I played all of these games. Oh, you know. Um, yeah, what was it? I I ran um, the Separatists for a change. So I've been hammering the Republic for a while. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to try something a little bit different, so I went with the Separatists, but I've just not been able to make the squad work the way I want it to, and I suppose a large portion of it has been um, playing new players as well. Like, not brand new, but trying to still show the ropes and everything like that. Uh, but I've been running um, General Grievous because it's just really good value. Um, so it's been Grievous with um, Outmaneuver and then everything that costs zero points. Then I've been running um, Dirge. Um, I finally caved and gave him the Proton Cannon to try out, um, which is Bullseye Arc, but you can only fire it every other turn. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it, yeah, it converts um, 
a hit or a focus result to a crit. Um, so it's pretty pretty good. Four dice, decent uh, decent attack. Um, then I've been running the Siege of Coruscant, um, I five interceptory things, um, but I've just been jasting people with them because it's been like I said that kind of those type of games, which they really don't shine in that at all. So I've just been selling them short and kind of feels a little bit bad. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure I can like tweet the list here and there. Oh, the other ship was um, DBS4 from the Siege of Coruscant. It comes with advanced protons and a, a bunch of funky stuff like that. Um, um, but yes, it, it feels like there's something there, but I kind of just at the point where I want to drop the uh, the fragile i5 um tri fighters and Ooh. just put something in that can do a bit more joisty stuff so take a hit or go... two. yeah i want to keep five ships so i'll have to just find um two other um four cost ships and see what i can do um but yeah i don't know i'm I'm not overly concerned. I'm not like I say, I, I don't plan on playing at Worlds or anything like that, so it should be fine. Um or if I you do I mean pick up for fun kind of stuff. Yeah. Um I did build um my uh, two units of swoop bikes for Star Wars Legion as well. Um so they're on my painting desk at the moment as well. I need to um mix up my list because Legion had um a decently sized rule change and um, a bunch of points changed uh, on my uh, my shadow collective stuff I was running, um, so I need to um, like reassess what I was doing there, and I've just, I've fallen behind on my league games for that. But um, hopefully it um, hopefully it picks up. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure exactly what to do, where to go, that kind of thing. It's it's a hard one. Um, it's just. Too many projects on the go. Oh yeah, were the rules changes to Legion that significant? Um, sort of, yeah. Um, like not, not really. I, I don't believe that I play at a high enough level that it would affect me overly much. But I do think that um, it's enough that. I don't think I trust my gut for what's really effective, you know. Um, I, it, it's a lot easier to find cover from things now and stuff like that. Um, moving with, through elevation and cover's changed a little bit. Um, they've changed the silhouettes and stuff like that. So um, enough has changed that I feel like I need to relearn quite a, a lot of it, but... Um, by all accounts, it still feels like the same game at the end of it. So, oh, well, that's good. Yeah. It just dawned on me we're going to be in the same place at the same time in March. And I'm like, and I'm driving, I'm not flying, which means I can bring my entire sister's army. Oh. If you wanted to get a game in of something, I don't know what you're taking with you on the plane or what you planned on bringing. Uh, I'll have space for some stuff, but not a lot. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we see might. See how it goes. We might have to come up, even if I have to bring something with me for you to have something to play with, I could probably arrange that. And then maybe we could just sit down and, like, I, I know they have extra tables and stuff for you to just kind of do stuff. 
maybe we can get a game of 40k there. I've never played you at 40k before. Yeah, we'll think of something. I, I'm sure we'll. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, and then yeah, I've not. I don't really want to say I don't feel like I've done a lot else. I've been massively busy. Um, I I just finished receiving a two and a half grand gamers grass restock. Um, so that should all be able to. And I did a full inventory of everything. So what QuickBooks says I have is what like I actually have and. Um, so that's all ready to start getting inputted onto a website. Um, the packaging that I designed arrived for my score tablet things. Um, so I was messing around with how I want to package those. And I've now got to write an instruction leaflet to go in with the packaging. Um, just so that it's, re- I mean, personally, I think it's very self evident, but that would be an unprofessional way to look at it. So I need, I've got like, you know, you get that like almost newspaper type feeling paper. That, yeah. Yeah. So I have a bunch of that to print my uh, instruction leaflets on so I can do all of that at home. Um, yeah. Jill built 40 boxes um, for me the other night whilst I was at work. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so we're making it a family business. Yay. Um, it only becomes a family business if you have your daughters going through and taking it to the mailbox. Then it becomes a family business because then you have the, the shipping and receiving department. <laughs> well, I was saying, um, like, she needs, um, what is it, like, when we do, um, like, pocket money and stuff like that, I need to figure out exactly how much I want to let her do. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm pretty excited. But yeah, it's all, pardon me, it's all been good fun. Good, 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 good. Um, yeah, that's kind of it, really. It's, um, I've got lots of things planned. Um, I, I've got X-Wing Night tomorrow. Um, I've got a 40k game booked on Saturday. I've got a Legion game booked on Sunday. Birthday on Monday. I'm working on Tuesday. I've got Arkham again on Wednesday. Theoretically, I think we're looking to record a deploy with Garrison on Thursday next week. So that's why I could, if I skip out on next week's X-Wing night, I can record our backup episode to get us back on track. And to get us back on our schedule. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Uh, life is extremely busy at the moment. Sounds like it's in a good place, though. I'm just saying. Oh, today was not the best day um so jill picked up a shift today and tomorrow uh, so i had ayla and evie to sort out but my mum was taking evie skiing after school for her first skiing lesson um so i just had ayla to contend with and like we got up and we got everything done in time that we could actually walk to school together so got ayla in the pram and pushed her the stroller is that the North American term? Is it stroller? It's stroller, you are correct. Yeah. Um, and we walked over to, to school, dropped her off, and everything was great. Got back. Um, and then I've got like, that's about 10 past eight I get home. Then I've got to go and pick her up again at 10.40. And it took me all of that time to feed Ayla and get a shower because she just wouldn't, there's nothing wrong with her she wasn't crying 
but she was just whiny if I wasn't like holding her and doing stuff. So I just couldn't do anything. Yep. Yeah. And but it's been like that all day. And it was obvious that she was exhausted. She had like a 20 minute nap and then maybe a half an hour nap today. So I've got no idea how Jill's doing. She Jill got home um just just after four, so almost an hour early. And she was asleep. I was like, yeah, you would walk in now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's all that's always the way that it works. It is always the way that it works. You you're in a car ride and you're trying to get something you're and the kids are crazy and they're all crying. They fall asleep five minutes before you pull in before you get to the house. It's it's just the way that it always works. Yep. Fun times. Um yeah, I'm trying to think. Um I've got a bunch of projects I need to do. I'm not really sure which way around I'm going to start them and how I'm going to approach it all. But I've got to work on um, a Black Powder Epic Battles British Army from the war- from Waterloo. I have to work on um, a Bolt Action Army. Um, you'll notice a pattern. It's a bunch of Warlord game stuff in here. Uh, I still need to pick my clan and uh, paint up some actual samurais from a Test of Honor campaign I'm running. Oh, I played Test of Honor as well. It was really good fun. Great play game. Test of, Test of Honor. It's ah. um, a very, very small independent publisher. Um, like Samurai uh, Warband. Um, kind of like a Mordheim, but Samurai kind of deal. I'm starting to recognize uh, that trend going with you. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then I've got to, I've got to paint. Um, I can't remember what's the the Ark Runt Herd special character. Uh, Zagreb Watsnagger, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Zagreb. I don't know. Um, Got to paint him and another twenty Grots, twenty Shooter Boys, and then I think that's my Ark Army like effectively finished. I don't even really need the Shooter Boys because I'm never going to field them now. Yeah, Beast Snaggers. When you when you need. <laughs> Shootable. Yeah. What do you need things for? That that's how Games Workshop phases out those old twenty eight millimeter base models. Is they give you ones at thirty two millimeter that are clearly better. The shooter boys come on thirty twos now. Do they? Yeah. And if they, they didn't, Ed, you could go and order some um, twenty five mil to thirty two millimeter conversions that you know you could get from your know, from the local game store with Sentry Box. Or order them from a dice set website once I put them on there. Once you once you put them on there, because I yeah. don't know, I've got about a hundred Necron warriors that got bumped up to thirty two mils that I need to put onto thirty two mil bases at some point in time. Oh, oh um, I do. I I have news on terrarium stuff as well because oh, um, oh wait, this is the this is the, di- the Discord cursed me. Did um, it now? They cursed me. I. I may have committed mass genocide after, um, you know, saying how awesome it is being a benevolent god. <laughs> I may have um, left them in the basement um, with, like, on the, uh, like, for basically 48 hours. So I just didn't come down because I wasn't well and everything. So they didn't go upstairs and the basement must have got too cold or whatever. And they were just all dead. And I was like, oh no. Um, so I've had to repopulate. Uh, which big sad, 
but um, I, I've switched from Dairy Cows to Magic Potion Isopods now. Uh, so these ones are a little bit, little bit more like armadillos, and they actually roll up into a, a really tight ball. Aww. Um, so, you know, rest in peace, all of the dairy cows um, that I obviously murdered in cold, cold blood. Cold um, blood, because they did not build an effigy high enough for you, so you had to decimate their population. I understand. <laughs> I, I felt surprisingly bad. <laughs> of course you did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, remember... I think had it been ones we'd find in the garden, I don't think I would have minded as much, but it was like, oh, I, I, I picked these and like, but yeah, so. Um, I, I had a situation where we lived, uh, one of the first houses my wife and I lived in when we first got married. I I was really, really big into tropical fish, live bearing tropical fish for a long time. And I had this really big fish tank, uh, 125 gallon, filled to the room with lovely guppies and sword tails and, and platies and all of that stuff. And we had gone on a trip to go visit her parents. She's originally from Philadelphia. I'm from Pittsburgh. So it's a six hour drive there, a six hour drive back. It's in the winter. Um, apparently we had a power outage and it was out for two days. So yeah. when I, and that was long enough to lower the temperature of the water. It wasn't frozen solid when I got there, but there was a layer of ice on the top. <laughs> so yeah. while I was gone, my fish froze to death. Yeah, never that good. Yeah. Now I've like I've I know people who are absolutely in any hobby. You have those insane people who just take it to the nth degree, who would have had a battery backup that would have lived that, you know, survived that long, that would have kept the temperature up in the tank and everything would have been fine, but I never went that far. And yeah. So I know yeah. what it's like to, to, to lose your population. Some of those fish I had raised from the time they were quite literally born in that tank to have died a frozen death. <laughs> yeah, I... um. So don't tell Evie. Evie, if she ever listens to this, I'm sorry. Um, but one of one of her fish got ick, and I, I we treated it, and I think it was kind of recovering. But then it was it's never the same. Yeah. And I it was it was done, but it was a favorite. It was um, a yellow guppy with like black black spot on its tail. Mm -hmm. and, it, and when she first got it, it just like stayed really still all the time. So she called it Stilly. Um, so I, I flushed it um, when she was at school and we Jill went and got another one um, and we put it in and it's like, it's so blatantly not the same fish. <laughs> like, so, so obviously not the same fish. It's like, oh, Stilly looks smaller. Stilly moves around a lot more now, Daddy. Stilly's more, well, because he, he's more excited now and he's lost some weight. That's what happens to get more exercise. I have totally done that. I have totally done the, oh, wow, that fish died, but I'll just go get another. And they don't, like, you don't notice the subtle differences, but they absolutely do. Oh, I, I knew right away that I, I don't know if we're going to get away with this or not, but what the hell are you going to do, you know? I've already flushed it. And I, I could have, like, she's lost fish before. But we had a bunch going on, and it was just one of those, you know, I just don't want to deal with this right now. So, I understand. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. 
Uh, right. It is what have, it is, you know. I was going to say, did we fill enough time for everyone's ear holes for a shorter episode for this one? And then we can get on to a real... We had a good topic and everything I was looking forward to, but it is what it is. Yeah, I think that's probably a, a good enough show. I think we're uh, we're doing okay there. Yeah, I um, think so. Yeah, so... Uh, we plan to do a topic on like community building and stuff like that. Cause obviously, I don't think we've done a real conversation about it since like the start of Nova, oh, God, like yeah. 2015, 2016 kind of time. So I think it'd be interesting to revisit it in like 2023. Like the tools you have available are different, and like, it's a post-COVID world, and you know all of that kind of stuff. I don't know how to um, put this. I don't think that's the right time frame. I think that conversation happened much, much earlier than 2015 or 2016. No, well, maybe. <laughs> See, like I, I, you said that, and I'm like, um, I don't think because I remember living in Ohio. I think in 2016, and probably. Nova had been going for like three years or four years at that point, so it was probably more like 2012. The point being, it's been almost 2013, 2014. I'll have to look. It's probably 2014. It's probably probably more accurate. But yeah, point being, it has been a hot minute since we've talked about that. Yep. Yeah, it has. Oh, yeah. It'll be an interesting one. Uh, so obviously, we want to try and have Sean on for that as well. Um, I don't want to. Um sell it short so we'll have to just wait and see how it goes but that's the hope we'll get that uh, recorded a week tomorrow uh, so that'll come out basically as soon as we've recorded it i'll try and get it edited straight away and then we'll just go from there but um yeah we'll call that one uh, um, not really a show but you know we'll call that a show something to yeah. tide you over until we get the full episode yeah, it does mean that when we record that one and I say, so what have you been doing in the last week, Ed? It'll actually be correct. It'll actually be, it'll be factually accurate. You yeah. Are you are correct. Um, but again, thanks again to all the patrons. It's been great. Hopefully I'll be able to do more. Um, I have like written articles in the pipeline for um, for like, onslaught reviews, stuff like that. I have more stuff in the pipe so that's really good i just need to get like it's a it's a giant juggling act at the moment which i feel like has been my life for the last like, year and a little bit so can't imagine what caused that yeah well you know um but yeah we had a bunch of new people join the discord so that's been really active i've reorganized a little bit um so uh, all the patron stuff's at the top now. If you can't see it, it's because you're not a patron. Don't worry about it. You're not not missing out. It's fine. Don't you know? You know, I mean, you might be missing out, but you'll never know unless you give me money. And I'm not gonna. I should, you know, that's on you, not on me. Um, uh, so the patrons don't have to scroll down to the bottom of the Discord now um, for the secret hang hangout. Um, I have test of honor campaign stuff in there. Uh, I'll plan on. Um, like rejigging stuff so like the 40k section moved into all the games and stuff um all of the podcast discussions got rolled into one section so there's places to give feedback on things if you want to um like 
nag Bruno about when we're going to actually get to record a Bad Ideas X-Wing podcast. You know, you can post it in there. If you want to know about Heresy Cast, you can nag Ed. Um, don't talk to us about lack of focus. We're, we're doing our best, man. I don't know. Sean's got no into it. It's not, it's not our fault. Uh, but yeah, just uh, come and hang out. It's been relatively active this week, which has been good to see. And um, yeah, I think that's what I'll speak to you next week, Ed. Next week it is. It'll be fun. Chris, always good talking to you, my friend. It's always good to be here, Ed. Thanks a lot, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to a Lack of Focus podcast brought to you by Dice Productions.